Welcome to the Play Piano by Ear podcast. I am so excited about this episode. I've actually been looking forward to recording this episode so much. I've been looking forward to this so much and I wanted to wait till I could do it when I was actually at the piano because I'm going to be using a lot of examples in this episode. And it is a good day. I always love to start off the podcast saying it is a good day because God is good. God created music and we get to enjoy it. So here we go. This episode is going to be called The Circle of Fifths Within the Circle of Fifths Within the Circle of Fifths. Woo! So the Circle of Fifths is the way that all of the chords connect on the piano. They're all connected like a chain link. And really, I I personally think the circle of fifths could also be called the chain link of chords. There are 12 major chords on the piano. The reason is, is because there are 12 individual unique notes on the piano. So if we count up the black keys, there's a group of three and then a group of two. So there's the group of three black keys and also the group of two black keys and then there's all the white keys that surround those black keys. Seven white keys that surround the five black keys. If we just take that entire grouping, I'm going to try to press all those keys at once. Okay, if we just take all those keys and duplicate them about seven to eight times, we get the full piano. So the circle of fifths is, hmm, I'm going to start it this way. What is a fifth? And why is it a circle? If you were to take a piano and you had a really uh, interesting way, I've actually seen pianos that are like this, but if there was a way to turn a piano into a circle, so you're standing in the center and all of the keys are circled around you and you played through the entire circle of fifths, you would end up all the way around the circle back to the same note you started on. So that's why it's called the circle of fifths. If pianos were in circles, you would just be going round and round the circle, playing through the circle of fifths. A fifth on the piano on the piano refers to a specific interval. Now, the easiest way to find a fifth is to first just count five notes, five white keys. So you start and stop on, um, you include your starting and stopping note, is what I meant to say. So your starting note, I'm gonna start on a C. That's note number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. So we have C, D, E, F, G, Note number one, two, three, four, five. Then if you play note number one and note number five at the same time, you have a fifth. And that is what um, an interval is on the piano. To get a little more technical though, ooh, <laughs> fifths means something a little bit more specific because let's say if you wanted to start on a black key, let's say I wanted to start on the black key E flat. So here's E and then I just go down to the black key that makes it E flat. How would I find a fifth starting from E flat? You can't just count five black keys because they're spaced out a little bit differently than the white keys. So we need to find out how many half steps are in between a fifth. Now a half step would be 
going from one note on the piano to the next note, whether it's a white key or a black key. Here's just a whole bunch of half steps so you can hear what I'm trying to describe. I'm just playing every single key on the piano, just one right after the other, whether it's white or black. So that is going to give us a little bit more specific information on what a fifth is. So our first fifth that we started with went from C to G. And now I'm going to count the half steps. For counting half steps, you do not count the note that you start on because you haven't actually taken a step yet. Okay, so we start on C and then we take our first step. Here's half step number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And then we end up at G. There's our fifth. So now we know that a fifth appears to be five white keys apart, but technically it's seven half steps apart. Awesome. So now I'm going to start on that C and I'm going to walk you through the circle of fifths now. Instead of getting into chords right now, first we're going to just talk about how the fifths connect, then I'll go back and show you how the chords connect, and then we'll get into why it's called the circle of fifths within the circle of fifths within the circle of fifths. So from C to G is a fifth. These notes are seven half steps apart. From G up to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, up to D, here's our next fifth. These notes are a fifth apart or seven half steps apart. Now from D, one, two, three, four, five, six, oops, don't start on the note that you start on. Oh, <laughs> don't count the note you start on. That's what I meant to say. So we're at D and then we go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven from D to A. There's our next fifth. All these so far are just five white keys apart. So I'm actually just going to do that here. So A and then one, two, three, four, five from A to E is a fifth. Now from E, one, two, three, four, five from E to B is a fifth. And I know that these are seven half steps, but just to spare time, uh, you can you can go from five white keys to the next five for up to a certain number. Once we get to the B, um, we're getting a little bit higher on the piano keys, so you can just drop that B down an octave. This is where it would actually be nice to have the circular piano. But a B is just the white key to the right of the black group of three, and a B is a B anywhere on the piano. So a B is a B here, and a B is a B here, and here, and here, and here. They're just different octaves at different um, places on the piano, so different pitches, but that note name is still B. So now we left off at B. I'm just going to start at this B. Now, here's where we do have to start using the half steps. So we go up a half step, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, whoa, from B to F sharp is a fifth. Cool. So now we're getting into the black keys. Now from F sharp, whoa, let's use the half steps. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. From F sharp to C sharp is a fifth. Now these sharps, they could also be um, F sharp and C sharp or G flat and D flat. Every black key has two names because every black key is surrounded by two white notes. And you either call the black key uh, basically, this one right here, F sharp or G flat, it's either to the right of F or to the left of G. But instead of using the words right and left, we use the words sharp and flat. So F sharp or G flat to C sharp or D flat, 
Now we go up seven more half steps. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. C sharp or D flat goes up to G sharp or A flat. I'm just gonna call these by the flat names now. From A flat, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, goes up to E flat. From E flat, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, goes up to B flat. Here's where it gets interesting. From B flat, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, goes up to F, the white key F. Ho, 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 we made it back around to the white keys. Now from F, one, two, or we start on F and then go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So from F to C is our next fifth. And voila, voila, poof. We started on C with our circle of fifths. Now we're back at C. So if this piano, if the piano was actually a circle, we'd be, we'd have made it around one time. And essentially that's why it's called the circle of fifths. Ha! Huh. It's like a bunch of fifths in a circle. Uh, now, how that works with chords. So I'm going to play the C chord. This chord uses the notes C, E, and G. Do you notice something unique about C and G? They are a fifth apart. They, that was our original fifth to begin with on the circle of fifths. One, two, three, four, five. They're generally five notes apart or seven half steps, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Technically speaking, the reason that a fifth is called a fifth, if you know about scales, so you have your major scale, it's just five steps up the major scale. And this works for whatever key you're in. If you're in the key of E flat and you're trying to find your fifth, then your E flat scale is E flat, F, G, A flat, B flat. Um, <clears throat> so that's just, also a side note on scales, but I, that this episode's not about scales, it's about the circle of fifths, but I did want to throw that in there as well. So our chords, we were at the C chord. Chords are basically a fifth with an added note in the middle. That's why you could pretty much just go through the circle of fifths and add that note right in the middle of your fifth and fill in the chord for every single one of those fifths that we played. So earlier we just played the, the empty fifth. And that's just going up the circle of fifths. I could add that middle note into each of those fifths. And there's the C chord. Now the C chord ends with G, but now our next fifth starts on G. So now here's the G chord. Now this note up here is D, so now the D chord, D has F sharp in the middle, if you know your chords, and then um, D, F sharp, A, now A is our top note, now it becomes our starting note, A, C sharp, E, and so on. So that's how the chords connect. Chords are a fifth with the major third in the middle. Um, oh, I just mentioned major third. I'll explain that real quick. So a third is just three notes up your scale. One, two, three. And the reason it's a major third has to do, again, getting super technical, with the number of half steps between that third. So just like our fifth has seven half steps, our third has one, two, three, four half steps. However, if we just played a third with only three half steps, one, two, three, now it becomes a minor third. And this is where the concept of minor chords come in to play. So we have a major chord and a minor chord 
oh, by the way, this is really cool. If you have a chord and you don't know what the third is, then you don't know whether it's a major or minor chord because once you fill in that third, it tells you if it's just C, E, G, here's our C major chord. If it's C, E flat, G, here's our C minor chord. The third lets us know if it's a major or minor chord. Alrighty, there was how the circle of fifths connects together using the chords. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to take a drink of water. <laughs> Okay, so how it works, the circle of fifths, within the circle of fifths, within the circle of fifths. Ooh, here we go. <laughs> so every major chord has its relative minor chord. And, <clears throat> hmm, a relative minor chord shares the same, the exact same notes as its relative major scale. I should have worded, I should have said the relative minor scale shares the exact same notes as its relative major scale. What that means is if you're playing the C major scale, you're gonna play C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C, all the white keys. But the relative minor of C major is A minor. A minor is basically the C major scale, but instead of starting on C and ending on C, you're gonna start on A and end on A. This is actually getting into modes. Modes, it's like starting on a different degree of your scale, but calling that a new scale. So they call it a mode. Modes are really fun. But the minor, relative minor, is actually a mode. Doesn't that sound like mood? <laughs> so we start on A, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A. And it sounds minory. So we could do this with another um, key. The key of D, for example, the scale, the D major scale, D, E, F sharp, G, A, B, C sharp, D. We have two sharps, F sharp and C sharp in this scale. Uh, if we started on the relative minor key of D, so here's our D chord, the relative minor is B minor, so we just start on B. B, C sharp, D, E, F sharp, G, A, B. There's our minor scale. How do major chords and minor chords work together? How did I know that C major goes with A minor and that D major goes with B minor? <clears throat> well, for the C major chord, C and E are the beginning notes of that chord and G is the last note. For A minor, the C and the E remain the same. But instead of having G on the top to make a C chord, the C becomes the middle note and the E becomes the top note. And we add A on the bottom. So now we have A, C, E. Major chord, minor chord. Major chord, relative minor chord. Relative minor chords share two of the same notes that its relative major chord has. So like the D chord, D, F sharp, A, the D and the F sharp are gonna remain the same and you're gonna put B underneath. And we have a minor chord. <clears throat> if you were to take your entire circle of fifths that we had at the beginning, remember our circle of fifths, we started at C and we went C, G, D, A, E, B, 
if we were to do that with the relative minor and link every major chord's relative minor with it, we could essentially just draw in a circle <clears throat> all of the notes of our fifths. So C, G, D, A, E, B. If you Google the circle of fifths, you can see this. All those are in a circle. And then if you link the relative minor chord with each of its major chords, C would be linked to A minor, and then G would be linked to E minor, and then D would be linked to B minor, and then A would be linked to F sharp minor. <laughs> it gets interesting. And then if you were to look at just all of the minor chords in the center, the minor chords would form their own circle. Cool. Very, very cool. So right up at the top where your C was linked to the A minor, so A becomes our starting, our starting chord. It's actually easier to see this if you draw it out. If you have a sheet of paper with you, go ahead and draw this out. I'm just going to, I'll say all of your major chords so that you can draw all those in a circle. And then I'm going to say all the minor chords so you can draw all those in a circle. I'd really like for you to see this. If you have a sheet of paper, just go ahead and pause, pause the episode, go get a sheet of paper, go get a pen, <clears throat> and then come back and we're going to draw this out because it's just so cool to see this connection. Mm. Okay, here we go. So, C, G, D, A, E, B, F sharp, C sharp, G sharp, E flat, I'll just switch to flats right there, B flat, F. Now we're back to C. So that's a nice big circle, that's all your major chords. Now I'm going to go through and say every minor chord. So at C we're going to start off with A minor, and every time I say a minor chord just link this minor chord with the next major chord in your circle. So here we have A minor, E minor, B minor, F sharp minor, C sharp minor, G sharp minor, E flat minor, B flat minor, F minor, C minor, G minor, D minor, and now we're back at A minor. <clears throat> Alright, very, very, very cool. Now, if you've actually drawn this out, and if you pause the podcast, if you have the picture that I was trying to describe, then very good. We're going to do an activity with this picture. So I want you to <clears throat> look at the, huh, how shall I say this? I would like you to look at your outer circle. So your outer circle is the major chords. And I am going to play the inner circle, okay? I'm going to play the minor fifths that are all connecting. So the ones that I just told you, I'm going to play those, but you're going to look at the outer circle. Now your outer circle starts off with a C up at the top, uh, but now scroll over to the right a little bit down your circle. I want you, instead of starting on your C major chord, I want you to start on your A major chord, okay? Now I'm going to play my minor chords, my minor fifth, the inner circle, but I'm going to start on A. So we're kind of going to be matching here, okay? So here I go. 
<clears throat> you can just follow along. A, E, B, F sharp, C sharp. Do you notice something cool? If you were following along, we, we were doing the exact same thing. You were on A and I played A. You were on A major and I'm, I'm just playing the minor circle. Okay, if you were to, if you were to cut out that outer circle, okay, and then if you were to have your inner circle, the minor chords cut out as well, if you just twisted those minor chords over a little bit to the right, then they would all link up exactly the same and have the exact same um, chords. It's the exact same circle. It's just turned a few degrees so that the major chords line up with the relative minor chords. Isn't that phenomenal? <clears throat> There's actually a video on my Music Minute with Morgan Instagram page that explains this. I, I took a circle of fifths and I cut out, I actually did this, this activity, I cut out the minor chords and then I turned them and you can see how they all line up on the video. Okay, another drink of water. So now we're gonna get into something really, really fascinating. When you Google the circle of fifths, I hmm, I would like to change this, but when, and and give some better pictures out there for the circle of fifths. But if you just Google the circle of fifths, it's not gonna look anything like we just described. I just showed you how the piano notes connect. Ideally, I think what really we should have as a picture of the circle of fifths is a picture of actual piano keys <clears throat> with the circle of fifths, the keys, colored in. But when you Google the circle of fifths, what you end up finding is a circle of a whole bunch of, of pieces of the staff with key signatures. You're like, what is that? So a staff is five lines and there's the, and, and these have the treble, the treble staff the treble clef, I mean, on them for the circle of fifths, the key signature just tells you what your sharps or flats are in that key. <clears throat> so in the key of C, we use all white notes in our scale. So there's no sharps and flats. So if you were to Google the circle of fifths, you're just going to see a whole circle of pieces of the staff with a treble clef and some sharps and then some flats in each of these key signatures. And that's the picture that shows up with the circle of fifths. Now, that is interesting <laughs> because if you take the circle of fifths and approach it from that standpoint, hmm, the way a lot of modern, well, the way a lot of piano theory is taught is to teach the scale first and then to teach chords later. The way that I like to teach it is to teach chords first and then teach the scale later. So we just went through the whole chord way of why the circle of fifths works. So now we're getting into the scale. So our C chord has the C major scale which uses no white or black keys. So this key signature has no sharps or flats. Now the next key signature over our next fifth on our circle of fifths, we went from the C chord to the G chord. Now the G major scale, if we were to play the whole scale, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, this scale uses G, A, B, C, D, E, F sharp, 
G. So it uses one black key. So they just wrote F sharp in that key signature. Okie dokie. And that sharp is way up on the top line. That's because the top line of the treble staff of the treble clef staff represents this specific key here, this F right here on the piano. And they made that sharp. So that means every time you play an F in your song, you're actually going to play the black note instead and play an F sharp. So the key of G has one sharp. Now we go up from our fifths, our fifth circle. We start at C, then we went to G, then we come to D. The D major scale goes like D, E, F sharp, G, A, B, C sharp, D. So this scale has two sharps, F sharp and C sharp. We can see that the previous scale had F sharp, and now this scale has F sharp and C sharp. Interesting. Okay, if you haven't Googled the picture yet, go ahead and Google the picture because <laughs> you can follow along a little better when you see the picture. And it's just, just Google circle of fifths and click on images and then boom, you got the circle of fifths. Okay, now we go from the D major scale. Our next fifth up from the D is the A. Now I'm gonna play you the A major scale. A, B, C sharp, D, E, F sharp, G sharp, A. Ooh, cool. I'm going to play it one more time, and this time listen for how many sharps we have. A, B, C sharp, D, E, F sharp, G sharp, A. Okay, so three sharps. Interestingly enough, the G scale just had F sharp. The D scale had F sharp and C sharp. The A scale had F sharp and C sharp and G sharp. Interesting. So every every scale that we go, well, every time we go to the new chord or the new scale on the circle of fifths, we end up adding a sharp. <clears throat> we started with F, and then we added C, and then we added G. So you can guess the E major scale is going to have four sharps. Boom, you got it right. Yay. So E, F sharp, G sharp, A, B, C sharp, D sharp, E. <clears throat> Now, we are adding a sharp every time to our, to our scale as we go around the circle of fifths. I'm just going to say, so far, the sharps that we have added, and I'm going to say them in the order that we added them. And then I want you to see if you can find this pattern somewhere in your circle of fifths. So our first scale only had F sharp. Then we added C sharp. Then we added G sharp. Then we added D sharp. Okay, if you have your picture right in front of you, then I'm going to say it again. The F, C, G, D. This is going around the circle of fifths again. Isn't that cool? Every time we add a new sharp, it represents another fifth on the circle of fifths. <coughs> okay, that is just wow, so cool. And then it gets into the flat keys and all that. So we'll go from E up to the B major scale. This one has five sharps. And then from the B major scale to the F sharp major scale. This one has six sharps. And then um, from the F sharp major scale to the C sharp. This one has seven sharps. And you might think, would someone seriously write a song 
in the key of C sharp. Uh, yes, Chopin, although he likes C sharp minor. So <laughs> it gets very interesting to sight read that music because there's just so many sharps. And then from the key of C sharp, then we go up to the key of G sharp, which actually is just usually written in A flat. A flat has A flat, B flat, C, D flat, E flat, F, G, A flat. And if you were to, if you were to go around your entire circle, you might think, well, how does that work? Because we keep adding a sharp in our key signature as we go around the circle. How does that work once we get into the flats? Well, the reason why we don't call every key a sharp, for example, if we call the key of F sharp, F sharp, instead of G flat, why don't we just call the key of um, G sharp? Why don't we call that the key of G sharp? Why would we refer to that as A sharp? The reason is, <clears throat> once you get into some interesting keys, for example, the key of A sharp, uh, huh, you're going to get into double sharps because of the way the staff works out. So in the key of A sharp, you'd have A sharp, B sharp, C double sharp. Hmm. This is weird to explain. But for your scale, you just take your you just take your alphabet and you just put your alphabet down. And then you add in all of the sharps after that. So for A, the key of A sharp, we have A and then the black key to the right A sharp. Now our next degree of our scale goes two half steps higher than that. So our scale goes whole step, whole step. That's how our scale starts. Whole step, whole step. A whole step is just two half steps. So we have A sharp and then another whole step. So B sharp is actually the white key C because B doesn't have any black key to the right. So now we've already used A sharp and we've already used B sharp. So now to go up another whole step, we have to call this one C because of our alphabet A, B, C, but the actual note we're playing to go up a whole step from B sharp, B sharp was actually the white key C. So if we go up a whole step to this black key, to this white key, now we're on the key D, but we can't call it A sharp, B sharp, D because we have to say the alphabet A, B, C. We can't skip a letter. So what do we do? We just call this one, which is the white key D. It's right in between the black group of two. Instead of calling it D, we need to actually call it C, but we need to call it C something. It's higher than C sharp because C sharp is the black key. So we can call it C double sharp. <laughs> you just go up two half steps. So we have A sharp, B sharp, C double sharp. And, uh, and by this point, if you're thinking, wow, that's complicated. Yes, that's why we don't play in the key of A sharp because <laughs> we'd have all these double sharps and that would just get so weird. So yay for flats. It makes it a whole lot easier. The key of A sharp is actually the same as B flat. And if we just took all of these, all of these notes, we have B flat, which is the black key, C, D, E flat, F, G, A, 
B flat. We only use two flats, the B flat and the E flat. There's a flat, there's a flat, and then here's B flat again, but we already started with B flat, so we don't count that two times. So that was a little uh, rabbit trail on why we don't play in the key of A sharp, but if you were to connect your entire circle of fifths with all of these key signatures, you would find that every time you add that new sharp, you're actually making another circle of fifths. Huh. So the circle of fifths actually has to do with fifths going around in a circle, and then you can fill in the chord, and then you can plug in the relative minor chords to those chords, and then the relative minor chords form their own circle of fifths following the same pattern. But then if you analyze the chords according to the key signatures, every key signature adds a sharp also according to the circle of fifths, that same pattern. Um, and then we have, we basically have three circles going on here all in one. I'm sure there's probably ways to figure out more circles, but I am just fascinated with the circle of fifths. I I love researching the circle of fifths and learning more about it and learning more about chords and learning more about piano. So hope you enjoyed this episode on the circle of fifths within the circle of fifths within the circle of fifths. If you'd like to get these chords downloaded, you can just go to my Instagram page Music Minute with Morgan, and then in the bio there's a link. You can get the 12 major chords, the PDF, and learn those chords and start start making some music on the piano. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>